Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'll tell you, this is the first time I've recorded on my cell phone, because I always do it on my laptop, but I am went for a drive this morning. I'm out here at a park, and, well, I'm going to go take a long walk a number of miles and try to put a little distance between me and the world so I can talk to my thought of the Holy Spirit and just kind of be grateful for everything I have in my life. Well, I'll tell you, on the way out here, the reason I decided I was going to do this was I had a Lamborghini behind me. And, friend, when I was a kid, I used to want a Lamborghini. And I noticed that behind it was a Ferrari and a Porsche and a Mustang and all these sports cars lined up behind me worth more money than I don't know what to do with. I don't know what to do with, but... Um, it kind of brought back my memories because when I was young, I'll tell you, speed was kind of my thing. I'd been pulled over twice doing over 100 mile an hour when I was a kid and got off easy on both accounts because God's a miracle worker if I ever did see one. Even when we're doing the wrong thing, sometimes he saves our butts. Well, this is my dilemma with that. See, friend, we're talking about this dichotomy, and we're talking about how it is things are wrong and right. And This is what I know, and this is why I can't judge anything, because, friend, I see that that Lamborghini could feed more than just a couple people because of the price of that thing. It's a couple hundred thousand dollars the last time I looked, going back a few years at a car show. Not that I was buying one. I was just admiring them. And I'll tell you, so I end up, in this dilemma, so I see that I see that they're doing what they're doing because they want to do it. And I'll tell you the truth: the Holy Spirit shows me that they they're getting to know themselves by experience, friend. They're getting to make a choice and then learn by it. So I understand that they want to know who they are by experience, but I also know what Jesus said. And so I haven't chased that Lamborghini. I, I I'm not. I'm not super smart, but one thing is, I know that what you focus on expands, and you don't have to be brilliant to make money. And that is, you put your mind to it, and you just get solely focused on that, and that, it will just show up, because that's the way this world works. There's a movie called The Secret, and it talks about that. It calls God a genie of the universe, and I don't see him as a genie. I see him as the, well, my father, and I see him as creating for us what it is we choose to focus on and if we're not thinking about what we're thinking about we create things we don't want or we create things we do want while we're not thinking about the consequences to this beautiful garden of his and what people do you know what what people are going through because I'll tell you as much as I love those Lamborghinis and big houses and all the things I understand why people have them I admire you for it but on the other hand, I also know that that won't bring my father's kingdom. And I'll tell you what, now now I'm down here in the trenches with the people that are hurting like I am. Friend, I'll tell you, those things just don't have a whole lot of meaning to me. But on the other hand, I'm grateful that God gave you what it is you want. So if you've got a lot and I've got a little, Jesus said that was right. And it's right even when it's wrong, because we're here to find an experience of who we are so that we can really appreciate the love of Christ in a way that is just phenomenal. 
And I'll tell you, I've just learned to do that. And I did it through the message of Jesus, and I thought about what I was thinking about. But, well, I say at the beginning of episode, every episode that I don't expect you guys to believe a thing I say, because I tell you, I, I'm a voice here, and I hear this voice called the Holy Spirit, and it talks to me, and I talk to it, and it doesn't judge you, it only judges me, but it judges me pretty kindly now, because see, before my old thought of Satan, man, when he judged me, it would beat me with a stick after it convinced me to do something. It was so funny that it would talk me into doing things and then make me feel guilty about it. And it wouldn't just be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. It would be, it would call me a loser. It would tell me that I didn't even deserve to live, friend. I'm telling you, that thing beat me to death. So all I know is that since I've received this Holy Spirit this time, and I told you I've got a diagnosis because voice hearers, that's what we do. We get a, we get ourselves labels. Well, I'll tell you, I'm just grateful for God and for him sending his firstborn son so that he could wake me up and allow me to have this experience of knowing love through him. Because here it is, <clears throat> I don't believe anybody's going to hell forever. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I know my father better than that. Why? Because I know his son. And I know the church, they're worried about, some of them are really thinking about things, and they're thinking that even if they believe that, if they talked about it, that, well, I'll tell you, friend, there's wolves sitting in the pews of every church, and you know it as well as I do if you go to church, that there's people in there, the only reason they're doing the right thing is because you're glorifying them, and they don't do the right things, they just kind of take credit for everything because they've got a couple dollars and they can throw it around. But, you know, I'm just grateful for them because it allows those of you that are the lambs in that church to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, and minister to those in prison. And friend, I'll tell you, it takes all kinds to make this world go round. So every one of us are special and we have a talent. And you, my friend, have a talent. And if you were just given 10% and only going to church on Sunday for an hour because you were trying to kind of look good, well, I'm here to tell you that you probably aren't thinking about what you're thinking about because if you were, you might start looking at what Jesus said. And I'm not here to tell you the Bible's right because the Holy Spirit showed me that he was trying to work with a bunch of Neanderthals, to be quite honest with you. And, uh, you know, you got to, if you haven't noticed... We humans are slow to change to do anything because we get in our mind we're right about something. And I'm telling you what, men that used to stone their women for committing adultery, except, you know what the funny thing is? I never heard nothing about no women stoning men. I bet you that didn't happen. So I'll tell you, this, this old thought of evolution, I, I'm completely accepting of it, even if I'm not. Because the truth is, I don't really know. I see proof of one thing and proof of the other, and this is what happens. If I put every truth I have that I just know in the core in a box, all they do is contradict each other because I see that they've got bones of these dinosaurs, so I know dinosaurs existed, yet I know Jesus existed, and if I try to take that Bible for everything that it's got, well, I just realize that God's talking to people exactly where they need to be talked to, 
in the way that they can understand. And that's kind of the way it is. My, my father in heaven, he's kind of, he's creating a crop, friend. And I'm just another seed, just like you. I'm trying to blossom and kind of give him the credit for it. Because I'll tell you what, that old Jesus, whether I, I don't believe God was ever angry, I still don't. I don't think he's going to throw me in hell forever. Because to tell you the truth, I've thrown myself in hell enough times that well, he doesn't have to punish me for anything because every time I make the wrong choice, I end up suffering. And because I look at that, I see that I just do the right thing because I want to feel good. So I'm telling you the truth that this selfishness thing, it's the same way when you're loving God as it is when you're doing the wrong thing. The difference is I'm not suffering anymore because this is what I know about the Holy Spirit. It has taught me that I can't not be selfish. It's just not in me to just give away everything and ask nothing for it, except for the fact that the more I give away and the less I ask for it, the better I feel. So even though I can't do that for unselfish reasons, I can for selfish reasons. And that's kind of what I see Jesus did. Jesus didn't just give himself the greatest experience. He gave the greatest experience of love to God and to us. Friend, all three of those people are benefited from it. So what I see is that it doesn't matter whether I believe that, that God's angry and, and that Jesus had to be sacrificed in order to appease my God's wrath, because that just didn't make a bit of sense to me, still doesn't, and I don't buy into it for a second. But if you do, I really don't care, friend. The only thing that matters is that at the end of the day that we love our Father in heaven, and because we love him, we love our neighbors as ourselves. because, you know, Jesus said that the Father's in him, and he's in the Father, and his love, well, I'll tell you, if, if that was my father's love, well, Jesus, he only judged the righteous. He never judged any sinner, not one of them. So what I see is I see that when we become self-righteous, when we start trying to justify our truths, we have to take a stance on something. And so for me to judge those folks in those Lamborghinis, I have to judge them as wrong, which means I have to make me right. And the truth of the matter is, they're right, and I'm right, and I'm wrong, and they're wrong. So all this right and wrong, friend, all it does is hurt each other. And I'll tell you the truth, some of the times that one of the things that has put me real slow to looking at the, what Jesus said in Christianity was, I'll tell you, friend, one of the things that gets my blood pressure up, and it has in the past, and hopefully it won't so much anymore, but I understand why Jesus used to get so mad at those Pharisees, because sometimes I'll see on the news, or I've even seen them in person, where you've got these people that are holding these signs that are Christians, and they're out there saying that evildoers go to hell, and this person goes to hell, and gay people go to hell. Friend... I'm telling you what, if that was my only experience of Christ, I would have ran like hell. I'm not telling you a lie. So I understand why Jesus was talking to those Pharisees, because they weren't. He told you, he said, he said their lips are close, but their hearts are far from them, friend. And I tell you, when you're hanging out there holding a sign saying that God's going to judge the world and he's angry at everyone, 
Friend, you're, I don't know how your lips could be anywhere near him because your heart is so far away from him that you don't have a clue on what love is. And if that feels like judgment, well, friend, maybe you need to take a feel a little judgment going on because, you know, I want, I want everyone in this kingdom to receive my father's kingdom. And this kingdom is his kingdom because it was never ours. Jesus told us that the landlord's coming for the rent and I begged him to come and take mine because he's kind of come into my heart now and into my mind and I talked to this voice and it's j chased out all those other voices and that other one shows back up sometimes. Don't, don't get me wrong when I was looking at that. But see, I think about these things and I think about it with the Holy Spirit now and I don't hide my thoughts from my father except when I do and when I do I'll tell you I run back quick because it doesn't take long man I'm the less pain I feel the more pain I feel the quicker and this path to the kingdom just gets narrower by the minute and sometimes I don't know and it really doesn't matter because I'll tell you I'm just happier than a pig in mud so those people with those Lamborghinis it doesn't matter whether they're right or wrong they're enjoying this and my father created these things for us, we pretend that we could create these things on our own. Friend, If this is something the Holy Spirit showed me when it showed me about how, you know, I used to think, I, I was trying to think I was smart and, and how you're smarter than me and I'm smarter or you're, the, you know, because we judge each other all the time. It's just ridiculous. But anyway... Nobody really has hardly an original thought. The truth of the matter is, we've been building on each other's thoughts. We get to meeting people, and we get to reading things, and we get to looking at things, and we just learn all these things from other people, and we keep taking other thoughts and putting them together. The truth is, I'm not sure if I've ever had an original thought. I've met so many people in my life and gone over so many things. The truth of the matter is, the Holy Spirit hasn't given me this new thought it's taken all these old thoughts that I used to have and didn't know how to put them together in the right order in order to create a new life where I could live this thing called the kingdom. And so that's kind of what's happened is I just don't want to think for myself anymore because, friend, when I try to put my thoughts in order, I put them in the wrong order. And since I have so many experiences of lightness and darkness that I start putting them out of order... I start taking credit for one, then I have to take credit for the other. So, friend, I take no credit for anything I do because my Father in Heaven is everything to me. Because I am everything to Him. But there's the dilemma, friend. I'm no more to Him than you are. He loves every one of us equally the same. However, when we fall in line with what Jesus asked, and we do what he said, we get something that is phenomenal. We get to experience that feeling of our Father in heaven loving us. And if we really start doing what he said, we can receive this thing called the Holy Spirit. And it will talk to you. But I'm telling you, friend, the, the price is that I just can't have anything anymore because, well, Gandhi actually talked about it. One of these days, I'm going to pull up an article that, that where they interviewed him. And he said the same thing Jesus said. He said he heard that voice of God. And he said what he knew is that he had to keep himself at almost zero. 
that means he had to be the least among anyone because he knew that the moment he started seeking something of the world, friend, something for himself, that his selfishness, his thought of Satan, whatever you want to call it, your ego, I don't care what you call it, you can put whatever label you want on it to make you feel happy. This thought is selfish and it causes suffering to you and it causes suffering to everyone on this planet because we're not thinking about what we're thinking about, friends. And I'm telling you, I'm awake now, friend. My eyes are wide open and I see what's going down. And I see that those Lamborghinis are wonderful things. But I also see that because we're thinking about ourselves instead of each other, we're allowing ourselves to do things to each other that just aren't right. And Well, it's not my father's fault that we keep making the wrong choices, so I don't blame him at all. Because I've come to realize that I used to, I used to get so mad at him. I'm going to tell you what. I used to go into the wilderness, which at that point sometimes was in the woods near my house or whatever, because I've kind of lived in the country a lot, and even I've been in my backyard in the middle town one time, and I was yelling at God. I'm telling you, I was yelling at him like a angry husband and wife. Friend, I have married and divorced this thought of my my father more times than a little bit. So I'm not here to judge anybody because, you know, I keep making this choice again. And now I've kind of married this thought of Christ. And tell you the truth, I don't want a woman because the only thing I want in my life is this thought, the Holy Spirit. And one thing I've noticed is that when I'm giving my everything to it, that doesn't leave me much to give to other people. And he kind of leads me around and I'm giving to people, but I'm giving in a different way for a different reason and for a different thing. But this Holy Spirit in the wilderness, I'll tell you, he's given me all the love I need. This connection. If I'm wrong and I'm just plumb diagnosed with, you know, they call me mentally ill. So if, if I'm mentally ill, then I'm the happiest person you'll ever meet because I think God talks to me and he loves me. And so when I go talk to this voice and it talks to me, it will tell me when I'm doing right. And it will say it loves me sometimes. It doesn't just sit there and say it all the time. It's like having a conversation with somebody that you love. Every now and then they just say, you know, I love you and I love the fact that you're doing this. At least I hope you hear that from people you love because we all need to. Lord knows I never said it enough. But anyway, that's just kind of my thought on things you know it's just this love is just such a phenomenal thing and if that if that's what you want friend i'm telling you i rattle on sometimes and this spirit gets a hold of me and it'll kind of sound like it's judging somebody but it's really not judging anybody i'm just trying to wake you up friend because there's so many people hurting out here and i'm trying to help them all but i'll tell you i'm one man and I need an army out here with me, friend, and I'm, I'm hoping that you hear me and you hear the love of my father and you start thinking about what it is you're thinking about and you start putting yourself to the plow because, friend, I love everybody. I love you even if you hate me because I love my father and I love the fact that he allows you to experience whatever it is you choose. And anybody that listened to my thing about the hell and the things I went through as a child and the way I used to hurt myself, I'll tell you what, friend, you won't, you could not even imagine the mind. 
I have this same fleshy body that kind of resembles that one, but friend, the inside of me is so much different that I'm just not the same person. He changed me in a way that I can never explain to anyone, and this joy that I get from talking is about this love of Christ is just the most wonderful thing ever. And I sound more country now than before I started this, I think, on these episodes, because I'm just getting to accept, and the more I talk my truth out loud, the more it manifests itself in my heart, because I've been trying to kind of keep it quiet, because, you know, when you talk about these things, people get upset, because nobody wants to think about what they're thinking about. But here I'm laying it out there. So this is the truth. If nobody ever gets it, if nobody ever listens, what this does is Jesus said that what's in your heart will end up coming out of your mouth. And because it comes out of your mouth, it becomes your experience. So friend, I'm talking into this thing. And if you ever hear me and you find something good in it, I hope you find it to be a blessing. But the truth is, if it doesn't, and I manifest some other wonderful experience into my life, which is the exact experience I got already. The only thing I worry about is that I'll screw it up by trying to think I'm something, because I'm nothing, friend. My Father is in all things, and the things the Holy Spirit have shown me, I can't even put into words, and I understand why Jesus kept calling this kingdom by these things, because to see the Father is to, to not be able to describe it, And when you receive the kingdom, it's something that you can't really talk about because it's one thing and the other. It's both and it's neither. I just don't know how to explain it because I can't make a judgment. So, friend, I don't know how to tell you that. So all I can tell you is I found that treasure in the field. I still own everything I have, but it's not mine anymore because I've done asked my father to come take take over. So I got this debt that, that he left me with, that I left myself with, not he left me with. I was me making the decisions all my life. But anyway, he's come home to me, and the only thing I really care about this old world now is to know love by experience from here to the end and try to enjoy what it gives me. And if y'all come against me, because I kind of sound like I was trying to be self-righteous or something, even though I'm not. I just want to, you know, but this is the f- truth, friend. Jesus was trying to wake you up. He made people pissed. And I'll tell you why. Because he was trying to drive a point home, friend. And I'm here to tell you that I can't work hard enough to take care of helping all these hurting people. But if he gives me the courage to speak up and make people think about what they're thinking about, friend, I am willing to let you put me on my cross whenever necessary if it's going to cause a bunch of you to get together and work because this is the truth, friend. Now that I have this kingdom in my life, if you take my life, I'm getting it in my death. I'm just sure of it. I just know it in my heart. The Holy Spirit has showed me that. He said, friend, if you endure with me, then there ain't nowhere to go but up. And I'll tell you, I've been down so much. I've been in this hell right here, friend. I see the suffering. People talk about demons coming on the earth. Friend, it ain't going to be demons coming on the earth. It's all of these people that those that say they knew Christ, that didn't love, they never learned love. And I'm going to tell you what, if the law falls in this land, friend, they're not going to want to live in the shacks that you keep them in because you're paying a minimum wage. 
they're going to start crossing the street into your neighborhood where you got a $4 million house because everybody wanted to live high on the hog all the while. And they never got taught love, so they're going to be trying to love you, and you're not going to like their kind of loving, friend. And I'm telling you, they are my father's children just as much as you, and we could love them to death. We could forgive them their debts. Man, that power of Jesus is so strong, I just can't believe it. I don't know how to explain it to you, and I'm not talking from some theory. I'm talking about I'm digging down in the trenches, friend, and I've watched my whole life because I was in a, a well, I don't, I'm not supposed to talk about where I used to be, but in a 12-step program, <coughs> friend, and I'll tell you what, I have seen people that would just as soon kill you turn into the most heavenly angels that you'll ever meet, and they're out there in these trenches helping people, saving people from themselves, not from my father. They're saving the, we're saving each other from ourselves. Friend, here I go. I'm getting all self-righteous, I guess, sounding like I'm on a holy roller kick, but I'm not. I love you to death. I don't care whether I'm judging you. I love you anyway, because I'm not judging you. I want to wake you up and get you down here in the trenches with me so we can keep this light going, friend, because I don't want to see the dark. I love the light. And I want to be the light. But, friend, it pains me in my heart when I'm helping people and I'm still seeing people being mistreated. And, friend, I'm one of the people that were mistreating people. So I'm not, I'm not here to be self-righteous about nothing. I just know that forgiveness is the way and love, love is the path. And that which you seek for yourself is what it is that... You should be given to others, and if you give it to them, you'll get it for yourself. So if love is what you want, friend, I'm telling you, if you come out here into this world with me and you start plowing and start farming a field somewhere, and you start giving the love that you are wishing someone else would give to you, I'm telling you, you're going to find this love that you just, it will just amaze you. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. I, I can't believe that anybody could do what Jesus said and not end up happier than a pig in mud. That's all I'm saying. So friend, I'm hoping that if you hear this, that maybe it'll make you think about what you're thinking about. And maybe if you weren't doing something before, because like I said, the truth of the matter is these people that are truly heavenly angels, a lot of them are the people that were suffering the most, friend, because I'm telling you what, we were the ones that Jesus came for. He didn't come for those that weren't suffering because Y'all don't want to look at what you want to look at. You want to look at what it is you're thinking about and justify this John 3.16 crap. Friend, if he's truthful about one thing, and he was truthful about all of it, and this kingdom ain't in your death, it's in your life, and if you choose it now, well, and you endure to the end, friend, then you're going you're gonna to get what it is you're looking for. But friend, if this darkness comes, I just hope that he gives me the courage to still be the light of Christ, even unto my death. Even if you're beating me to death, I just pray that he gives me the courage because the truth is, I just want to love people. That's what I want. I want everybody to feel joy because every time somebody starts getting joy because I keep seeing the good in them, it just gives me this great joy and I end up with this kingdom and I can't explain it to you. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I've lived a life of, I told you, friend. I cheated. I feel I'm the prodigal son. 
I'm the one out, went out, blew his inheritance. And here it is. I don't know how long, you know, I'm 49 years old. But I feel like I'm getting near the end of my life. And here I am. I'm getting a full day's pay. And I ain't done nothing all along. Except when I was. <laughs> well, friend, I've been trying anyway. I'll tell you, I fasted for 40 days one time when I was like in my 20s. I've been trying to find this God of mine. And I screamed and yelled at him since then. And I'll tell you, I told you, I've married him and divorced him a hundred times. And I don't know what to tell you because this journey, this journey, man, I know he's like laughing. He was just like, every time I started really getting mad at him, he started, to, he had to have been kind of being like, yeah, he's starting to really get it. This, he's really getting it. Because I'll, I'll tell you why I was mad, friend. I was mad because I started seeing that some of these problems in my life were actually my own fault. And no matter what happened to me as a child, that experience is gone. And so is the right for them to live in my head. So if I want to let their rat poison live in my head, it's nobody's fault but my own. And the truth of the matter is they were never guilty. They were just doing what it is they were taught. And we're teaching each other what we're teaching each other. We're not realizing we're doing it. And we're just causing all kind of suffering and never wanting to look at it a bit. So anyway, here it is. I've been here about a half hour. Well, friends, just know that I love you. And I'm when I'm talking, if you feel like upset at me about it, just know I love you anyway because Jesus loved you. And I just want you to join me and helping people help people, and just to watch the world set on fire for the love of Christ. So, you well, your children are mine, even though mine aren't mine. Well, so they can have a good future, and, and, and they don't have to see the darkness any more than we did. All right, friend. Well, may God bless you and yours.